0: Welcome to Wellness U, a podcast designed to help you learn more about your health and how to live your best life. Podcast hosts include Chiropractic Essence and Essence Med, Bambi's Green Acres Natural Market, My Nurse Healthcare, and First Row Fitness, all of Council Bluffs, Iowa. Before we hear from this episode's host, let's learn more about everyone here at Wellness U. Wellness U brought to you in part by Essence Health Group, home to Chiropractic Essence and Essence Med, your one stop for joint health and overall wellness in Council Bluffs. So if you've been told you are bone on bone or a candidate for knee replacement, or if you're suffering from knee or other joint pain and want a non-invasive, non-surgical option, Essence Med and Council Bluffs is the place for you. With over 160 five-star patient reviews, this is a healthcare practice that focuses on real results through their custom joint program. The team of doctors at Essence Med focuses on tailoring care to the individual and finding the best plan of care in the least invasive manner. This is healthcare reimagined. Chiropractic Essence is under the same roof and also the fastest-growing chiropractor in Council Bluffs with a focus on community and offers a hybrid technique that is safe, precise, and effective for all ages. Their office is filled with happy, healthy families that have reduced or eliminated their pain and have developed healthier lifestyles thanks to Chiropractic Essence. With the latest techniques and technologies, Essence is not just a healthcare clinic to reactively reduce symptoms, but rather a practice that is laser-focused on improving our bodies and building them up to the most optimal state. Give them a call at 712-308-8161 for a healthier you. 712-308-8161. Also brought to you by First Row Fitness. Join host Carrie McDonald, personal trainer, sports nutrition specialist, and owner of First Row Fitness for discussions on improving your fitness, nutrition, and quality of life. You'll experience a no-nonsense approach to nutrition and all things fitness and be inspired by guests change their lives by deciding to take control of their health. You can even submit your own questions for Carrie to address, so look for episodes of Wellness You hosted by Carrie McDonald. This episode of Wellness You brought to you by Bambi's Green Acres Natural Market in Council Bluffs. If you're searching for healthy supplements, herbal products, information, education, and more, come visit us at Bambi's Green Acres Natural Market right here in Council Bluffs for 26 years, where we put health in your hands. Call today, 712-323-5799. On this episode of Wellness U, we are joined in studio by Julie Wiesman, registered nurse navigator with My Nurse Healthcare, and also special guest Kate Sampson, nutritional therapist, integrative health coach uh, with Quell Health, excited to have you both here. Julie, it's great to see you again. I don't think I've had an opportunity to talk to you in this format since we did an episode of Success in Iowa, which is a different podcast, but we encourage people to go listen to that one as well. But uh, really thrilled to have you be a part of the Wellness U podcast.
1: Yes, super excited. I'm super excited to have all my cohorts and all of our new group, and it's exciting and everybody's going to really have something to take away from it. And if you don't, you know someone who will. So <laughs> please share it out when, it, when everything starts rolling out. Um, we're, we're so excited to be, to be able to give back some education to the communities.
0: You recently uh, got connected with Kate and instantly thought this is going to be a great addition to this podcast.
1: Yeah, she's she's all about my jam. Um, I have been super passionate about I feel like I've said the word super about 85 times just in the last 15 seconds. I'm sorry. But I'm very passionate about learning a little bit more about gut health. And I know that some people think that that's a coined hipster word anymore. But it really is true. I'm a type 1 diabetic. I'm 45 years young and not getting any younger. And as I'm looking at what I'm putting into my body, it's just, it's very sad and it's very scary. And I can't believe I didn't wake up years and years ago. So I've been learning and reading a lot and listening to a lot of podcasts on the inflammatory response and gut health. And I did come across Kate's uh, Facebook page. She also has a web page, too, and I was just immediately drawn because she's got a lot to say about all the things that I'm I'm wanting to learn about. So, I thought that she would be my guest today and we could kind of banter back and forth and talk about all the different things that we can do to create a lifestyle and not a diet cuz
0: Kate Kate when you hear that and when you hear Julie's story, okay, type 1 diabetic and just now starting to realize everything that can go on with nutrition, what does that initially bring to your mind? On oh, this is right in my wheelhouse.
2: Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is that it's never too late. That's it. It's never too late. I have an 86 year old gal who's made some changes, and she feels better than she did at 70. So that's the first thing is it's never too late. We can feel frustrated, we can beat ourselves up, we can be like gosh, darn it, why didn't I know this stuff? But that's the first thing. It's never too late.
0: And it's it's not as if well okay that we've just gone too far and now I've I've got all of this damage that I've been doing to myself over the years, what's the point now? That's not it. That's not it at all.
2: Absolutely not. The foundation of w- the work that I do is built upon the idea that the body was innately created to heal at all times, regardless of what we've done in the past. Now, sometimes we can do a lot of damage and we can't fully come 100%, but especially Julie, like in your position, living with type one diabetes is something that is difficult, but we can get people who are type one diabetic to have such little insulin needs as possible, that that changes your quality of life immensely. So again, you're right. There's never, I believe there's never, you're too far off the course, oh my gosh, you've taken it and you're hopeless,
1: never. So tell us a little bit about you. How did this journey start for you? Where do you come from? Who are you? I am from the
2: Midwest. Woo! I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, A little bit about me. I am, um, so the title is Nutritional Therapist an integrative holistic health coach, okay? There's lots of ways to, to slice it. But about seven years ago, just a little over seven years ago, I had an infant who, when during her first year of life, she had all sorts of illnesses. She was sick. gastrointestinal issues, chronic eczema all over the body. I could probably list 10 more things, but at about 14 months, I decided to quit my then full-time job at Creighton University and stay home full-time, to learn about food as medicine and to try to heal my daughter because I was feeling frustrated by the lack of information that I was getting from my pediatrician around what else could be causing it. I was just getting different steroids. I was getting different blood tests. We had done allergy tests. We had done all these things, and she still was suffering. And I just knew I had a hunch, you know, call it the mama gut, the mom's intuition, whatever it was, that there was more to it. And that was the very, very, very beginning. And fast forward about a year and a half, in that same time, I myself started to realize that I was having all sorts of chronic and kind of mystery symptoms, things like heart palpitations. I mean, I was 34 years old, 33, 34 years old. Why was my heart racing constantly, right? my thyroid levels were off. My hair was falling out. I wanted to sleep during the middle of the day. My moods were off. My hormones were off. I was in the peak. I was like fit as a fiddle. I was crossfitting. I was eating a high-protein diet. I thought I was doing everything right. And yet I was sick. I did not feel well. And again, I thought there's got to be more to this. What is going on? So at that point, I was home and I was taking care of my daughter. And I had in the previous year, become obsessive about learning and reading. I say it was kind of a goodwill hunting moment where I just began to read and research. And really it was when I found the power of plants, plant medicine, because our medication we take today originally came from plants, from nature, that things began to click. So we are now fast forward seven years. In 2020, I decided to start teaching other people a course. I called it Rooted Nutrition. And the intention was to teach people about food as medicine. Just exactly that. What foods are going to be helpful to promoting health and what foods can be harmful when we're trying to get better. And I had a small class. There was about 12 people in it. And half the class started to come to me and say, hey, would you work with me individually and teach me how to do this? And that was the birth of my private health coaching side of the business. Now, fast forward two years, I have a large practice and I work with individuals with chronic and autoimmune conditions. That's kind of my specialty. I am not a weight loss coach. I do help people lose weight, absolutely, but I focus on getting people's organs healthy first and that does include gut health. That's part of it, but it's not all of it. We talk a lot about liver health, We talk a lot about pancreas health. We talk a lot about spleen health, things that aren't that cool to talk about, you know. But I educate people in a way that gets to kind of the disease origin first, and then we backtrack. So I think, Julie, when we talked on the phone, I told you this. There's an equation I like to use when people have been sick a long time, and it's this. Pathogens in the body, which is just a fancy scientific name for viruses bacteria, the stuff that lives inside of us, okay? Plus toxicity. And so toxicity can be everything from heavy metal toxicity to chemicals, fertilizers, detergents we take in, fragrances, et cetera. Those are toxins in the body. So pathogens plus toxicity equals disease, disease. We start there and then I help people unravel their unique load in the body and then determine the best foods for healing for them. So we optimize nutrition. So we do something called hypernourish the body, and we also detoxify. And as we do that, people get well, and the body can heal.
1: And I think that there is such a disconnect with, I always think of my youth, you know my kids are are aging out of our house now so you know we look at food a, a little bit differently at our house but mm-hmm. i think as we battle so many food addictions so many ultra processed foods that you know we're it's it's really such a battle to like you said determine the best foods to hyper nourish our bodies and i think you know when we talk especially about food addictions you know that's a very difficult thought process for someone who battles that to really think of food as energy. Yes. And 100%. instead of it's how I'm celebrating, it's how I'm sad, it's, it's what I'm doing when I'm sad. And, you know, what are, what are some of your takeaways to kind of combat that? That's a really good question. And here's the deal.
2: Our food industry, and I'm going to be really blunt here because this is going to help people. Our food industry is about making money. Okay, and because it's about making money, they've developed wonderfully delicious, highly satisfying foods that tick the bliss point in our brain. There's a book written about it. It's called The Pleasure Trap, and these foods are highly addictive. They're, they've been created to be addictive. So anything that's in a box or a package, or you know, our chips, our cookies, etc., you can't just eat one, right? I can't just eat one. I even know better. And I'm like, ooh, this is a great potato chip. I want to keep eating it. Well, because the food industry is about making money, it's not really that they're in it for our health, right? So we have gotten conditioned with this idea that as long as I read the label and I know what's in it, that it's probably I can decide if it's good or or bad for me. Well, here's the thing. We have just got to get back to eating food again. I call those foods like the ultra-processed food products. They're food-like products.
0: They have the ability to make you not hungry anymore, but that's about it.
2: Exactly. They carry about zero nutritional value. And so they actually make you hungrier. So you eat them and then you feel pretty good. You feel satisfied for a minute. But then an hour or two later, you're like, I need something else. Right? I just, I still got a little craving. I got a little sweet tooth. I've got whatever. So, you know, Julie, I deal with this daily with people who you know, it's a transition. If if you're used to eating highly processed American cheese singles every single day, right? And I say to you, you know, Julie, it's not going to be the best for you to be eating dairy while we try to heal the body. That's a major blow. There's actually grief that comes with that.
1: Which can I just interject a little fun fact? Yeah. You can set those on fire and they don't melt. <laughs> That's how bad <laughs> right? product it is for you. Exactly. It's a product. Mm-hmm. Exactly right.
0: Well, it it even says it on there. Processed cheese food. It oh, is not mm-hmm. cheese. It's, mm-hmm. it's not actual cheese.
2: So we have to take some stepping stones, right? There's a scaffolding that if I just said, okay, no more American cheese, and now I need to eat kale for that instead, you're going to have a little pushback. And it's like, well, no, that's not going to... That's not going to tick the same sort of pleasure center in my brain, that dopamine that I was getting. And so the role that I play is to help people, like you said, begin to make small changes that can compound. And then ultimately we round out what ultimately becomes their lifestyle, right? Lifestyle is kind of like a fancy, trendy word right now. But the thing is, is that most of the difficulty that people have around food and being addicted to foods is, especially cheese. People are so addicted to cheese. Do you know why? Any idea?
0: Because it tastes good.
2: Well, of course it tastes good. But there's (laughs) a protein in cheese. I have some in my refrigerator. Exactly.
0: (laughs) I have goat cheese in my refrigerator right now.
2: Cheese is made from cow's milk, right? Or goat's milk, et cetera. What's in that milk, but there's proteins and there are hormones in there that make that baby calf Want to come back to the teat to drink? It's intentionally sweet and addictive, so that baby calf wants to drink the milk. That is what's happening when we're eating copious amounts of dairy. It is by nature addictive.
0: So the the goat cheese and the pretzel chips that I have in my house is probably not going to be <laughs> helping me.
2: Well, you know, we we have, to, and this is what I say: is like I am not about telling you to be perfect, right? right? But when you can become educated, then you can choose and feel empowered about your choices. Whereas most folks are walking around and they just don't know. Mm-hmm. They have no idea for sure.
0: I well and and Kate, I mentioned before we started uh, recording that for breakfast today, because of what I do here and I have to get here so early in the morning, I had uh, a boiled egg and some cherries. That was my breakfast today, and I can tell you that you know from my abdomen actually feels pretty good right now. I'm not, I, I don't feel bloated. I don't feel uncomfortable. I don't feel like I've eaten something that I should ha- shouldn't have. I'm sure that I probably had too many cherries because there's a lot of natural sugars in those. But still. Uh,
2: there's no such thing as too many
1: cherries. I said it. I said it. There you have
0: it. Oh, this is my new favorite person. Today
1: on the sixth of February (laughs) we can eat as many cherries as we want. I think we need to break open the fruit conversation as part of this. I absolutely do. And I, I think that it's very valuable and I think it's just it is a natural sugar. It's a naturally occurring sugar. It is not What does
2: the brain and the body run on? Glucose. It needs glucose. Again, I said it. So if we aren't getting naturally occurring sugars, we are starving our brain cells, our muscles, from necessary functional. Thank you. I was going to say, what's another functional nutritional value? Okay. So I said it. Now, Todd, to your point, when you combine the problem with, let's just make the transition, can we, right now? Because we're here. When you combine natural fruit sugars with what has been What I would say the last 5 to 10 years, the most popular uh, mainstream diet, which is a high-protein, high-fat diet, that is a recipe for disaster. Absolutely, it is. I'm glad you said that. Okay, That's the recipe for disaster. So what I say is if, if you want to eat fruit, I want you to eat fruit, and I want you to eat copious amounts of it. Most people aren't even eating close to enough fruit. But the difference is this. You have to eat your fruit on its own. I don't want you combining your fruit with a high-fat food because the fat, when you ingest that fat with the glucose from those beautiful cherries, the fat, its think about your blood. You have Now you have lipids in your blood. That's fat. And the lipids slow the insulin response. So that's why your blood sugar raises because it's the fat in the blood that causes the insulin resistance. It's not the glucose.
0: I am... Uh trying to comprehend the level of shock that I've got going on in my head right now. Okay, I need to start being careful about the foods that I put together. I mean, it's one thing to eat healthy, but now from what you're saying is you also need to be careful about the combination.
2: Well, think of it this way. Potatoes. Let's talk about the potato too. Potato is an amazing food. It's always been a survival food. It's chocked full of vitamins and minerals. But potatoes have been totally and completely canceled because we think potatoes make people fat. Well, the fact of the matter is this, that is as far from the truth as possible. What makes people fat or unhealthy is the butter and the sour cream that accompanies the potato and the cheese and the cheese and the chili (laughs) and you know, whatever else. So that's the problem with the potato. But if you just steam potatoes and put a sprinkle of salt on it and fresh dill and lemon, that's an amazingly healing food. That's the difference. Because the potato is a high carbohydrate. It's a wonderful energy source for the body. But the potato with a slathers of butter on it is not a helpful food. That is an insulin resistance bomb.
1: I have always had that pause moment when people talk about the keto diet and you know, the the high fat and high protein. I mean, not only for cardiovascular disease alone, but and I understand people can lose weight mm-hmm. quickly. Great, except for my own personal opinion. And don't crucify me, people. <laughs> I don't think it is a good maintaining diet. I think you have to create a lifestyle. And I think that a lot of times people will do the keto programs to lose their weight. And then when they can't lose weight any, or when they stop, that weight's coming back, girlfriend. It's not staying away. And it's probably coming back with a two vengeance. Times. You know why? Uh because they've brought themselves out of ketosis and everything is an inflammatory response at this point.
2: It is because the keto diet is short-term very beneficial for people and they can lose weight, but it's a very high fat diet. So your liver is the organ that processes all that fat. And when you're eating copious amounts of fat all the time, the body needs some fat. L- let's realize that. We're not villainizing fat. It's a necessary macronutrient. However, when you're eating copious amounts of fat, your liver begins to get sluggish and slows down. Even though you're not slowing down, the organ itself starts to slow down. It gets clogged. It's like a filter that gets backed up. Well, when you come out of the keto diet and you want to eat an apple, and all of a sudden you, you're you like, why am I gaining weight? I'm eating fruit again. And... It's because you have basically just slowed down the inevitable. You have been hiding the insulin resistance, but you've actually been worsening it because your liver has gotten so bogged down with the amount of fat. You have so much fat in your blood. Remember we talked about that? That you're right. The insulin resistance is out of control. So I caution people, and, and I'm not a proponent of any one diet. I just don't talk about that. I talk about foods, and we can put foods together to create a healthful diet in the sense of what are you eating on a daily basis? But this idea that keto is supposed to be a diet you're on forever, it was never created to be that. It was created to be a very effective, very short-term diet for seizures. That's why it was initially created. It wasn't something that, was, that people were supposed to live on to have a long lifespan or a long health span. And that's important for folks to realize. Now, someone might be listening right now who's on the keto diet or et cetera. Now, realize that I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm not trying to say like, you're doing this bad, et cetera. But long term, you might be someone who hit the the jackpot when it comes to the liver. Like your liver might be clean as a whistle. And you're like, I can do this. I'm fine. You know, et cetera. But there's another person who may have entered this world and then been exposed to lots of toxins and just has more of a sluggish liver. People who have a difficult time maintaining their weight have somewhat of a sluggish liver, okay? So it's very bio-individual. It's very specific. So when people say what works for you doesn't work for me necessarily, that's somewhat true. Absolutely, you know, but it's because of the health of our organs.
1: Absolutely. And I think that I don't know where we all kind of our thought processes pivoted from when you look back to our grandparents and our grandparents, grandparents, generations, how they ate the whole foods, you know, to now, you know, I remember in the early 80s, when TV dinners came out, and, you know, we were a very low income family, my dad was in the service, we had four kids. You know, but we had homemade meals every single night. And yeah. when TV dinners came out, that was our treat for like the month. Mm-hmm. We were going to have Friday night TV dinners. But now, if you look, so many products are like those TV dinners, and people think that that's home cooking. And, and you know, I just don't understand where our thought process has shifted. I guess I do. Media, social media, uh, There's a lot of marketing, you know, yeah, the a lot sales. of sales. And, you know, but I think, you know, optimizing our gut, brain, and body health is going to serve us a lot better than living a diet. Yes. You know, I I, I really try hard to, I've been on a million diets in my life. I've struggled forever, but I'm all about the lifestyle now, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it needs to be something permanent, doable. And I think, you know, even when we have the keto conversation or whatever, Paleo conversation we have, we could have just dropped a little nugget of somebody thinking differently about something. Oh, I didn't know about that, so let me go investigate that a little bit further. You know, and that's part of your services in your integrative coaching. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about what a what a consultation or a session or what what does your day look like? How are you? How are you taking care of folks? Uh,
2: well, first of all, I rarely do one session. Because ultimately it leaves people very overwhelmed and there's too much to cover in one session. So the, ma- the majority, the bulk of my practice is working with people over the course of three months, three to six months. And it's a, com- you know, I would say it's a combination of in-person appointments if they're local. And if not, I do everything, you know, like telehealth, which is setting up what I call the healing protocol. So I'll take all your information as a young person. What did you have? Did you have sinus infections? Did you have ear infections? Did you have mono? Did you struggle with UTIs? Have you ever had chickenpox? I ask all these crazy questions and it starts to give me a picture of what viruses and, and bacteria are living in your body. And then from there, we look at what your goals are, what you're currently diagnosed with or struggling with or what you're hoping for. And I put together kind of the ideal, the optimal, and then we optimize it for you, right? So if Todd said, hey, Kate, I'm sorry, like, I want to be a mediator. Okay, we can do that. Absolutely. Julie, you might say, hey, I've been really wanting to go plant-based. I just don't know how to do it. I know this would be good for me. Okay, I will work with you on that. So depending on what an individual's personal goals are, I create the protocol of, what foods we need to bring in, what foods we need to take out. We need to talk about how do we begin to detoxify the body too. So it's not just people are like, oh, well, she's going to tell me I can't have this. And she's going to, you know, it's not just that at all. It's about me educating you so you know why. I want you to be your best health advocate, your best medical advocate. So when you see your doctor, your nurse, you're not in the dark. So a lot of our sessions, so if I work with someone over the course of three months, we'll, ha- we'll have between six and 12 sessions. Now, that's a lot, right? So I'll either meet with someone every two weeks or I'll meet with somebody every week. They're just so- shorter sessions. And that depends on accountability needs. Someone might say, hey, I have tons of questions. I need to see you every week. Okay, let's do that. Or someone says, you know what? I need time. I need to practice what I'm doing here. I need to see how this is going to make me feel Let's push it out two weeks. Fine. So at those sessions, then we do follow up and we look at, you know, sometimes I have a new woman who started two weeks ago. She went, contrary to my recommendation, 100% in, like pulled the rug out from underneath her, and she went all the way in. And I said, just be careful with this because these practices are detoxifying to your body. And when you detoxify your body, you could feel like you have the flu. You can start to feel like you've got nausea or headache. She had all of it. And so then we, you know, I'm on the phone. So when I coach people over the course of three months, they have access to me via phone, via email. And it's a very close relationship because, like you, Julie, said, most of these people have struggled in some way. And it's not a brand new thing. It's not something that just came up out of the blue. This is years and years and years of habits, of patterns, of thinking, of having to unlearn things. And so it's education and coaching. And then ultimately at the end of three months, my goal is that, you know, we make this long list of symptoms during our first visit. What are you dealing with? And sometimes these lists are 20 and 30 things long, lots of things. And that by the end of three months, they're able to look at that list and it is significantly lessened. You know, you're not going to heal perfectly in three months. I will tell people that. You're going to get everything you need, and you should feel immensely better. But healing the body takes six months, nine months, a year of consistency.
0: Is there truth to the uh, saying that I've heard it many times, that if you just want to eat healthy, stay on the outside walls of the grocery store? Is that...
2: Absolutely. That's where the fresh food is. That's where your produce aisles are. That's where your fruit aisle is. You know, even... It's ironic when you go into hy V. you know, you go to the health market, the health market side, which is the quote unquote healthy foods. Well, what's the rest of the grocery store? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you ever thought about that? Mm -hmm.
0: You had brought up that uh, the food industry is designed for money Mm -hmm. and it is. And another way that they do that is by extending shelf life. Look at the expiration date on a loaf of bread. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bread initially wouldn't last more than a day. I mean, when it was made the way that wheat used to be grown and the way that it was made, and it would take two days to make a loaf of bread, and then you'd have to eat it in a day. Otherwise, it wasn't good anymore. Now, three weeks, you can keep a loaf of bread and still be able to use it. What is causing that to maintain its shelf life? And that's what you're putting into your body. I've pretty much eliminated uh, bread out of my diet. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, I'm not perfect. There's a lot of things that... I I had an ice cream bar yesterday. So, you know, these things, this still happens, but I try hard not to make a meal out of it anymore the way I did as a younger man.
2: You know, and and I think that's where I want to take the overwhelm out for people is they feel like, well, it's either all or nothing. Yeah. I either have to be 100% perfect or I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing because whatever, I've been doing this long enough. That is not true. (laughs) You do not need to be perfect to begin to heal the body. Making small changes, and I'll just share one right now. This is something tangible that anybody listening to this right now can do. Starting your morning with a glass of 16 ounces of lemon water. So that is a cup of water, ideally filtered, not from your tap, because that's full of gunk, but filtered. And squeeze, take, cut a lemon, cut it in half, and squeeze the juice of half of that lemon in. Now, if you're like Todd and I, we like it really lemony. So we go a little bigger. I drink 32 ounces of water, and I put a whole lemon in there and it's delicious. What does that do? Lemon water is alkalizing to the body, it is detoxifying to the liver, and it's extremely hydrating. So instead of rolling over and, you know, hitting your coffee maker to hit that first thing, just drink the coffee after the lemon water.
1: Can I show you what I wrote on my note here? Yes. I wrote, do not drink coffee on an empty stomach. And I always start my day with a big thing of water too. I don't add in the lemon. I'm going to do Yes. That. It's a simple, I mean, that is a simple, tiny
2: takeaway that actually can have enormously beneficial effects for you.
0: It's the only thing I use. I have a, a, a large glass dish that is a juicer and it's the only thing I use that for mm-hmm. is I cut a lemon in half and I squeeze the juice in and go real slow so the seeds don't come through. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that. Yeah, it's, I'm actually, my mouth is watering right now thinking about it. It's so
2: good. And actually, once you start doing it, I've gotten to a point where I don't even love to drink water without it. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Now, someone's listening to this thing, all the acid. Okay, I just need to address it right now. Lemon water is not too acidic. It's not going to take the enamel off your teeth. That is not true. That is a myth. So drink your lemon water.
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm good with that.
1: Mm-hmm. And it. I mean, for me as a type 1 diabetic, it helps my blood sugars throughout the whole day. Absolutely. When I start, I, I mean, I own a coffee shop. I drink two cups of coffee a day, but... For a long time, I was really bad about drinking that coffee on an empty stomach before I put any fuel in there, before I put any hydration in there. And now that's part of my morning. And my blood sugars are so much more even keeled Mm -hmm. throughout the whole morning than they were before I was doing that. So it is fantastic. Absolutely. 100%. So tell us a little bit about um, some of the programs you have or what can, how how are we contacting you? Okay. So... Okay. Primarily, so I have three
2: ways that I work with people. Um, one way is I have created a five day reboot. That is a, it's a combination of a meal plan, some education, um, and your grocery list to just, if you said, I want to see what it feels like to use food as medicine, it's a five day reboot and you can purchase it. You download it. It's yours forever. You keep it and you can do that. Okay. Okay. With that, you can, if you wanted to schedule like a 30-minute call with me, you can add that to it. But the reboot itself is $27. It's like for anybody, okay? That's one way. That's the entry. I also teach a group twice a year. So it's for people who are looking to understand the power of plant foods. So these are people who not necessarily want to become vegans or vegetarians, but they really want to bring more plant foods into their diet. They know they need to do this. They don't really know how to. This is a course. It's over three months. Okay, It's a course I teach twice a year. And then you can enroll in that. It's all virtual. So there's two calls a month and then tons of resources that I give online that come to you. It's on a platform that I host. Then the third one is one-on-one, like we talked about. This is what I would say your most intimate, your most um highly customized way, which is your one-on-one health coaching. Now I will do a three session package or a three month package. The three session package though is really it's my discretion and you have to be someone who is actually quite healthy that is really only looking for some education and is, can go on their own. And so but primarily it's the three month um, program where we're working together to heal you. So technically four, but three main ways. So the reboot, the course, or the one-on-one coaching.
1: Okay. And what are, the, what are the best ways to contact you? The very best way
2: is to go onto my website. Well, two ways. You can email me, Kate, at Quell Health. That's a Q, Q-U-E-L-L-E, health. Maybe you can put it in the show notes. You That's bet. Easy. And, or you can go onto my website and just click, book a, a clarity call. And that will send you to a link where it'll give you my calendar, and we can schedule a 30-minute phone call. No cost. It's a conversation where you can share with me your questions, what you're dealing with, et cetera, and I can tell you whether or not we're a good fit and what some options would be or what it would look like to work together. Sounds good. And Why don't you tell them what Quell means? Quell is a German word that means source. I named Quell Health Quell because of two reasons. One my approach is very unique especially in this area. There's not many people who approach healing through the lens of pathogens and toxicity. It's a very root cause based even functional medicine doctors. It's just a little bit different. So I want to look at the source of what's actually making us sick. But the other side of it which is even more important to me is that I want you to become the source of your own healing. I want you to be an educated, empowered self-healer so that you have the knowledge, you have the truth about how foods and not just food. I mean, people say, oh, all you do is nutrition. No, it's not. It's like so much more. You know, we talk about everything because you might say to me, Kate, um, I, I, I get it. Like you're a nurse, like you kind of get it. But yet if it's easy, why isn't everybody doing it? It's not easy you know, so Quell is ultimately about me helping to empower you so that you have all the education you need for whatever comes, whether you're getting sick with the flu, you know, you have a natural medicine cabinet, you know how to use herbs, you know how to use supplements, you know how to use vitamins, you don't have to get that antibiotic, that's ultimately going to make you sicker down the road, you know, so it's, it's, it's healing what's been chronic, but it's also equipping people so that you can deal with yourself, your kids, your family, etc. for the long haul. Stay out of your doctor's office if you can. No offense to doctors, we love them, but let's all be real. If we can take care of ourselves, that's the, the ideal, the optimal, and it's the way forward. Absolutely.
0: She is Kate Sampson, nutritional therapist, integrative health coach with Quell Health, and also Julie Weisman, registered nurse navigator with My Nurse Healthcare. Thank you both. I have to get up to the grocery store and go buy a bag of lemons. Thanks, Todd. We we appreciate your time, and we hope that uh, you enjoyed listening to this episode of Wellness U. We are back with another episode next week. Until then, take care.